Hey, welcome back to Never Stop Building. I'm your host, Sam Kaufman. I'm recording this episode for the first time in front of a camera with a bunch of lights, and it's just fucking weird. So if this particular episode that you're listening to, because I'm sure you're probably not watching this yet, um, if I seem uncomfortable mildly in any way, I am uncomfortable wildly in many ways. So I'm going to do this anyway, but I'm trying to improve the distribution um, of the content for you guys so that you have something to watch. Um, so I'm trying to take this up a notch in 2023 in order to hit my goals. I got to get uncomfortable. It's the same thing that I ask of you when you want to hit your goals. So we're just going to roll with it and we're going to see what happens. Um, so look, the topic for today, first of all, if this is your first episode of 2023, happy new year. I know I said that last week, but maybe you've never heard this podcast before. And if you haven't happy new year, today's episode um, is going to be about emotional-based decision-making. And I'm very much aware that the general topic of conversation on emotional-based decision-making is that it is a no-go. Um, there is so much content and so many people that talk about having to remove your emotions from business. Um, and honestly, with good reason. And I, and I think the good reason that that content goes out frequently is due to the fact that too many people don't know how to cope with and manage their emotions. I'm guilty of it. I've done it like a million times. I have failed more often than not in managing my emotions, especially with starting my business. So like, I get it. I empathize with it. But I would like to take a couple of minutes and put a different spin on that for you today because I honestly think that my emotions are one of my superpowers. I actually think that our emotions as a species are what make us human to begin with. And I think that it's honestly unfair to be asked to remove emotions from business if your business involves other people and you're trying to be a leader and you're like, I don't see it being reasonable or fair to you or your team or your customers to try to work towards being emotionless. I really think the value comes from working towards understanding and managing your emotions as they come, learning how to cope, learning how to be better, learning how to be more efficient, learning how to deal with things internally, learning how to lead, lean on God, like learning how to do all of that stuff, I think is what actually generates like the superpower. And I think emotionless is, is I think that's an unrealistic expectation that you're going to put on yourself. I think that trying to be emotionless when it comes to other human beings and growing a bit, like I'm telling you right now, like I grew my business from zero to our first six months in business. We did $100,000. Our second year, we did $300. Our third year, we did $700. Our fourth year, we did $998. Then we broke a million and we continued and continued and now we're a multi-million dollar company. And if you think that that process in any way is emotionless or painless or challengeless, you're wrong. And the other part of that too is like, there's also all of these good emotions that come when you accomplish things and you care for people and you love people and you grow teams and you lead businesses. And I think that it would be ridiculous to assume or try to push all of that away for the sake of growth or the sake of money or the sake of anything um, outside of your own personal fulfillment. And I'm telling you, like I've met people who... <sighs> I know people who believe that what it is that they're chasing is money because they've equated personal fulfillment with finances. They believe that they're emotionless, but they're some of the most emotional people that I know. 
When you put all of your stock in your head and your heart into the wrong things, you generally get the wrong results. And you can climb that ladder and get everything that you like were going after and be more empty than you were before you started. I did that. And for so many years, I operated on this mentality like I felt less than other men because I've been emotional my entire life. I've been sensitive to other people's emotions. I've been empathetic and sympathetic. I've cared for others since I was a kid. And I remember like growing up always thinking that there was something wrong with me, looking at other boys and growing up and being a man and looking at other men and feeling like other men and other boys didn't feel the way that I felt. They didn't feel deeply. They didn't look as sensitive as I felt. Things didn't impact them the same way. And I was way fucking wrong. The truth is, all, we're all emotional beings. The problem was, for me, was it, it was so deep, especially as it pertained to other people, that um, I just didn't, I didn't hide it like a lot of other people did. And I'm also very fortunate that like, I didn't grow up in a household that really condoned hiding feelings. And so like looking back in adulthood and, and looking back at how I was raised, I understand and I'm grateful now that my parents, you know, my father specifically, like he was open about how he felt about things and he was okay with me being open about how I felt about things. It's just not how a lot of the other kids were raised. It's just not, it wasn't really like contingent with the current culture and it's not with our current culture that we live in now. Um, I think that we're in a better spot now than we've ever been as a culture as far as being open about how we feel. But I also think we've taken that too far. And I think too many people use feelings as excuses not to do hard things. And I'm not knocking depression and anxiety and mental illness because I've suffered from depression and anxiety and mental illness and drug addiction and alcoholism. I've been down those roads before. But I do think that too many people, I think our culture harps on those things as an excuse not to take action when the reality of the situation is those are the very reasons you need to take action. Doing what's best for you is supposed to be challenging. It is supposed to separate you from the culture. It is supposed to make things hard. It is supposed to strain your current relationships because if you were where you wanted to be, your current relationships would be serving you better. And they're not. And so as you embark on this journey that's emotionally fueled to begin with, because all of us have that moment where we want to go to the gym, start a business, save more money, go to church more, care about people, do some service, do charity work. That's all sparked out of emotion. Those moments of, man, I'm going to fucking get it together. I'm going to do better for me. I'm going to do better for my wife, my kids, my husband, my church, my community, my team. All of that comes from an emotional reaction to not being okay where we're at. And so I think it's ridiculous to give people the advice that once we get to where we want to go, we have to shut that off. In order to reach that next level, we have to be emotionless about business. Like, I, like the phrase, it's just business is like one of four phrases that irks me more than anything else because it's never just business. Like business is my life. I coach business owners. I have 15 business owner clients on top of speaking on stages for business owners, on top of owning a fucking business. That's my life. It's never just business. 
Business feeds my family. Business gives me the opportunity to serve people. My wife and I donated 15% of our income in 2022. We donated more money in 2022 than we had collectively in the entire time we've been together. And on the heels of that, we made more money in 2022 than we ever had also. And I say all that just to say that was all based emotionally. Our desire to give was an emotionally charged desire. Our desire to be better was an emotionally charged desire. The desire to film this podcast on this fucking weird camera with these weird fucking lights uncomfortably in my office was emotionally charged because what I wanted was clearer, better delivery and distribution for you. That's why I'm here uncomfortably on the camera. That's why I'm doing this this way for the first fucking time today. And I have no shame in saying this is uncomfortable. And I have no shame in saying this is the first time that I'm doing this. I have no shame in saying that there's a lot of emotion tied behind this for me. My entire podcast is emotional for me. This is my, this is probably the purest form of content that I deliver to you all because for some reason, this long form speaking thing is a moment in which I feel my heart open up the most. So like trying to compress content into under 60 seconds and like trying to intentionally create content, though I actually think I'm pretty good at it, it doesn't feel the same as this feels. Something happens in this setting for me where my heart opens up and I feel like I get to deliver to you what God wants to speak through me. And I don't feel like that in every form of content. And so I share that just to share that like, that's an emotional desire. The emotions of like the desire to serve, the desire to be uncomfortable, the desire to do better. There's emotions tied to that. And so I, I think that the beneficial thing that we could start doing right now would be not making decisions based on our first feeling. I think that would be a far more, a much more accurate and reasonable takeaway for everybody to work on. Don't make a decision based on the first feeling because you and I both know that there's 20 more feelings to come after that. You have definitely had a great idea and then 10 minutes later, instead of excitement, felt fear. And then instead of fear, felt doubt. And then instead of doubt, felt guilty about doubting yourself. And then you went back to excitement and so you see there's like five, six, seven, eight, all of these things. And so I just think we don't make decisions based on the first feeling. I think that there needs to be some logic behind why we're making a decision. And I don't say logic to say, I have this amazing business idea. It's a vision that I believe in and I love it. And I, this is what I want to do with my life. I'm not saying add logic in it. Is, is it going to make me rich? Because that's also emotional. I'm, what I'm saying about logic is as we make a strategic plan to execute on the thing that we're excited about, Let's be logical about it. Let's not take risk that we are uncomfortable beyond the point of being able to handle taking. We have to take risk to do things, but you don't have to take a level of risk that is going to melt you. You don't have to take a level of risk that is going to debilitate your ability to show up every day. You don't have to take a level of risk that is going to, to, to keep you from sleeping at night if you don't want to. You can work up to that. You can, you can work up to being so uncomfortable that you're actually a little bit comfortable in that level of discomfort. 
That's what I'm doing with the content. I've been doing this for months with, with Julie's back there behind the camera. I've been doing this for months and it was so scary and uncomfortable at first. And if I had let the first feeling I felt make my decision, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on camera. I wouldn't have done this, right? And so I didn't. And so what continues to happen, if we can do this properly in any way, we can work into making decisions while we feel feelings that still make sense for our lives rooted inside of our vision and mission for ourselves. And so the, the, the deep-rooted takeaway from the whole thing, the, or, or to be more clear, how I specifically am able to make decisions even when I feel strong feelings, and I feel strong fucking feelings all the time, every day. From, from excitement to nervousness to some anxiety to happiness to chat to, to being scared. It doesn't matter. I feel things deeply. Get extremely clear on what you want for yourself. Extremely clear. I'm not talking about writing three or four things down that are goals. I mean clarity. True, crystal, clear. What do I want for my life? It should be uncomfortable. It, you should sweat a little bit. I'm talking about writing down the things that you think in your head that you immediately tell yourself you'll never do. Those really big, giant, scary, holy shit. Like, I can't write this down because then I'm going to know that I'm not chasing it and I'm never going to be able to hit it. So there's no point. I guarantee you, you've thought of a goal in your head and immediately cut it in half before. I guarantee you, you've thought of something. I'm going to write this down. All right, that's a little much. Let me take it back a few notches. Write the first one down. Get extremely clear on what you want your life to look like. What do you want your partner to act like? How do you want to be treated in a relationship? What kind of business do you want to own? What kind of business do you want to work for? Who do you want to lead you? What do you want your body to look like? What do you want your health to be in 30 years? How do you want your kids to remember you? How do you want your friends to talk about you when you're not around? I'm, I'm talking about uncomfortable clarity. When you have uncomfortable clarity, when decisions present themselves, when you hit forks in the road, the decisions are very easy. The decisions are very simple. They're not easy. I will clarify that. They are simple to make even when we feel feelings because one decision takes you closer to that vision for your life and one decision takes you further away. That's pretty much it. Extreme clarity on who you want to be and what you want to do, who you want to be known for, how you want to be loved, what you want your life to look like, really, really look like. And then understanding that we have to deploy a little bit of logic to our emotions when we're making decisions. But the logic is easy if all you have to do is ask yourself, is this taking me closer to my dream life or further away from my dream life? So if nothing else, after listening to this, make the list. Sit down with yourself. Give yourself an hour or two. Go to a park. Go to a coffee shop. It really doesn't fucking matter. Do it at your kitchen table. But write down all that shit that you won't tell anybody else. And look at it. It's going to make you uncomfortable. It will be worth it, though. I guarantee you. So that's pretty much my giant spiel on emotional-based decision-making. Again, I really appreciate y'all listening to never stop building. For anybody who's watching this, my first professionally recorded um, 
podcast episode, I appreciate it. Send me some feedback. I'm, I'm open and willing to endure the discomfort of watching myself so that I can grow and improve. I'll talk to you all next week.